Matthew 13, wherever you have it. After Jesus' baptism that Professor Esch talked about on Friday, Jesus goes out into the wilderness for 40 days, then he has some traveling through Judea, but then he begins what's the first big segment of his public ministry. Scholars call it the Great Galilean Ministry, or the year of popularity. And Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, nicely describes this whole year or year and a half of Jesus' time in this way. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. And within that setting, we get to Matthew 13. And let's all read together Matthew 13, the first three verses. Matthew 13, 1 to 3, it's page 818. Together? That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea. And great crowds gathered around him, so that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow. Good. So you see the crowds, the Sea of Galilee, he's doing well. Many people gather to hear him proclaim the good news of the kingdom. So in Matthew 13, you get seven parables or stories about what the kingdom of God or heaven is like. And the most important thing to notice, actually, is something Jesus said in the previous chapter. Next slide. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 28, Jesus has just driven out a demon, and he says, But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, which it is, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. No more waiting. It's here. It's here in the work of Jesus. God's reign is now active. And to explain how that is, when it doesn't appear to be, Jesus tells stories and this little video clip gives you some of the life settings. We've got to take ourselves back to first century farming in Israel. And in the midst of this uh, video clip, they both tell the parable of the sower. And then later in verses 18 to 23, you'll also hear Jesus explain this story. Jesus spoke to the poor, the humble, tradesmen and laborers in the fields like the people he knew as he grew up. And he spoke in terms that were familiar to them. A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trodden underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock. And as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. Today in the hills of the Holy Land, as in the time of Jesus, people work hard to make their terraced fields and gardens productive. These are farmers who live and work in today's world. But like the people who heard Jesus speak, they hitched their plow to a team of animals not a machine. The plow itself is the same as those used 2,000 years ago. When Jesus explained his parable to people like these, people who grew wheat and barley for food, flax for making cloth, they understood because he was talking about the labor of their lives. 
Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. And as for that, in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bring forth fruit with patience. Lesson after lesson, was framed in such down-to-earth terms, for Jesus was offering new hope to the poor, the downtrodden. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. I'm of German descent, so I can say there was this obnoxious German scholar named Ulicker who said all of Jesus' parables just have one point, because he was a primitive Galilean peasant and he wasn't smart enough to do anything beyond that. Well, Jesus was, and so when Jesus explains two parables for us, he does much more than one point. He kind of does this extended analogy of what the different things in the story represent. So, next slide, the sower... We'll come to a parable next week where Jesus says, The sower is me, the Son of Man. And so also here, who is sowing the seed, which is the Word of God. Originally Jesus, but we could say anyone who shares, who proclaims, who speaks, who sings the Word into the ears of others is like that sower sowing out the Word of God to others. But some falls on the path where it's hard either hardened by their own heart against God or hardened by life in this world, and they don't understand. And then, like birds, the devil can come and just snatch it away. Or there are some, like rocky soil, who let it go in one ear and out the other. The shallow surface hearing, not really getting into the word. And then, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. When trouble or persecution come, they say, I'm out of here. This kingdom of God in Jesus just isn't worth it. Next, among the thorns, and this is really insightful, uh, so much of this in our world, that, yeah, the word of God is going out there in Christ, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth can come and choke it. But then there's the good soil. Those who hear and understand, Jesus says, bear much fruit. You can think of the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. We could think of the fruit of loving God and loving neighbor, and all those fruits are fruits of faith. And so the parable reminds us of what St. Paul says in Romans chapter 10. Consequently, faith comes by hearing, and that message is heard through the word of Christ. There's the sower on the left, the seed, the word of Christ, going into the ear, producing all that great fruit of faith. So a first prayer. Please join me in asking that what happens in our lives. Faith 
and truth and life bestowing, open now the scriptures, Lord, seed to life eternal sowing, scattered on the wind abroad. Let not hearts your word receiving, like a barren field be found, choked with thorns and unbelieving, shallow earth or stony ground. So takeaways from this chapter. First, the powers in the word. Romans 1, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation. So we could sing, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Or we could sing, Jesus, you are my all in all. Or we could sing, oh, the world outside is frightful. But God's word is so delightful. So I want to make sure you know let it grow, let it grow, let it grow. Second, we're like the soil. The word just comes into our ear and we receive it. But the problem, point three, is that the same seed or word has all these dramatically different results in the lives of different people. If we're hard, it can be taken. If we just listen in a shallow way, it can get burned up. If we're preoccupied with the deceitfulness of wealth and the things of this world, it can be choked. So, point five, we're in a very noisy world. There's a lot of things coming at you all the time. And so Jesus has this very interesting advice. Watch how you listen. Watch. Pay attention. Be careful to how you listen. So work to understand. Like, take a class in Old Testament or New Testament. So you can understand. Because some stuff in the word of Jesus is hard to understand. So you've got to work it. Second, let it sink in. Take time to meditate, ponder. Let it fill and be the foundation of your life. And then strive to seek ye first the kingdom of God, so that the deceitfulness of wealth and the cares of this world can't choke out from you what Christ has given. But what a blessing. When you hear it, receive it, and let it do its thing, let it bear its fruit. In Matthew 13, let's just read three more verses, verses 16 to 18. Let's do these together. Jesus says, This is why I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, I missed my verse. We'll skip that and do what it says on the screen. Verse 16, chapter 13, verse 16. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For truly I say to you, Many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Can you imagine the people of that day, what Isaiah longed to see and Abraham hoped to hear and what David longed to see and what Solomon wanted to They didn't ever know. But here's Jesus. And the people that day along the Sea of Galilee got to see and hear what all those people of the Old Testament longed and hoped for. And in Jesus, the kingdom is here. He's tossing out the word. And the word is growing in the life of the faithful. We at least get to hear, right? 
And so Jesus said earlier in verse 11, to you, to you, to know the, the ASV says secret. The kingdom isn't a secret. Jesus isn't a Gnostic. But to you, to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been given. And the beautiful Greek word says, and you still have it. So cherish it, study it, learn it, hear it often, grow in it, and the blessings that follow are amazing, not only in your life, but as you produce fruit so it can spill over to the life of others. Next week, I get to do another parable. It's also one Jesus explains. So, Pastor, you gave me the easy ones because Jesus tells us what they mean. So that's Middendorf, my level. All right, good. Uh, but kind of, this was kind of the individual application story. Next week, we get kind of the, I love the word, meta-narrative. The big story of the scriptures, all in one story of Jesus about the wheat and the weeds. But in closing, let's pray the second verse of that hymn together. May the Spirit's power unceasing bring to life the hidden grain, daily in our hearts increasing, bearing fruit that shall remain. So in Scripture, song, and story, Savior, may your voice be heard. Till our eyes behold.